Hi everyone, welcome to the Turn It Up Marriage Tips Podcast with your host, Kelly Dupay. This podcast is filled with easy to understand and easy to apply tips and tools so that you can have the lifelong marriage that you really want. I hope you're excited because today's episode is really going to help you. Here it is. Hi everybody, how you doing today? Do you know how to have a calm, confrontational conversation with your husband or your wife when you have gotten angry with each other, okay? Hi, my name is Kelly. I'm a pastor, police chaplain, author of the book, Turn It Up, How to Have the Lifelong Marriage That You Really Want, and a marriage coach. And one of the things uh, that I've been noticing in a lot of coaching conversations is how anger is so damaging to our marriages. And a lot of the marriages, a lot of the couples, I should say, that I've been talking with have been struggling with how to deal with anger. And so I um, put together this three-part series. It didn't start out that way. So part one kind of gave an overview of how damaging uh, anger is and what we can do about it. And I gave two big suggestions. One is to calm down. And the second suggestion is to have a calm, confrontational conversation. So last week's video, um, you'll see that it says, is losing your temper hurting your marriage part two, how to calm down. Today's video is, or recording I should say, because I make a podcast out of this too. Today's recording is, um, is losing your temper hurting your marriage uh, and part three, how to have a calm confrontational conversation. A calm confrontational conversation. And you know how anger uh, erupts, and and I'm talking about explosive anger. I know in a lot of cultures, um, you know, heated conversations happen all the time. Uh, You know, especially in Latin cultures, Italy, Spain, um, definitely Latin America, Hispanic cultures. I mean, people just talk loudly and, and, um, you know, that's just part of their thing. Whereas you have kind of Northern European cultures where they, you know, you don't talk loudly at all. Everything's very quiet and, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, So anyways, there could be some cultural differences, but what I'm talking about that's damaging is the explosive anger where you lose control. That's the part. So just speaking loudly to each other, inventing how you feel and all of this kind of stuff is okay to a point up until you start losing control. Because what happens, as I explained in part two, is that the front part of your brain shuts down, the back part of your brain takes over, and you go into fight or flight mode. And that's where you lose control. So you've got to learn to calm down. And I gave some suggestions on how to do that, how to breathe, take a drink of water, you know, those kinds of things, how important it is to get calm once again. And um, so some people, though, so today's uh, recording, we're going to look at how to have that calm, confrontational conversation. How do we then come back to the issue and deal with it in a productive way? Um, And let me just admit or, or acknowledge, I should say, that this is really hard for a lot of people to do, okay? No one likes confrontation. We don't. Why? 
we would rather avoid it because it, it we run the risk of making the other person angry. And so there's a lot of avoidance that I feel. In fact, I remember talking with one couple and he goes, well, we've learned how to calm down. We've learned how to call a timeout and walk away. The problem is it's really hard for us to then have the conversation again and to resolve the issue. And the reason for that and the reason they're avoiding it is because they are afraid. Maybe at least he is the guy that said this. He's afraid to confront his wife. Why? Because he's afraid that she's going to explode and get angry. So I want to give you um, some steps here today on how to do that. But perhaps the first thing to do before I get to those steps is to make it okay to have this kind of conversation. Maybe you need to have a prior conversation to the confrontational one where you can ask that person, make a request, is it okay if I confront you with how your behavior made me feel? Can we have an honest, calm, confrontational conversation? You might want to watch this video together before you actually put it into practice, you know, because uh, each of you need to kind of know what's coming and how this is going to work. The benefits of this, though, are huge in your relationship. Here's why you need to have these kind of conversations, okay? Calm, confrontational conversations. Number one is because oftentimes we hurt each other, we make each other mad in our marriages, and we don't even know we did. We acted out of ignorance. We had no idea that what I did or said bugged you, bothered you, angered you. So I need to know if I do that to my wife, if I have done something to offend her in some way, I want to know about it. Why? Because I love her and I want to change. The other thing, though, that it's really important to circle back and have these conversations is because what you permit persists. I didn't make up that statement. I learned it from my pastor, but it's so true. What you permit persists. And if by not saying anything about something that's happened, you are allowing it and basically um, encouraging it in many ways to happen again. Why? Because they didn't know that it was wrong or hurtful in the first place. So if you have a good relationship where there's love and, and a desire to get closer to each other, it is critical that you circle back and bring up these issues again if you have been hurt, if you got angry at your husband or your wife. For some people, it's no big deal. It's really easy to confront. They do it all the time. And so it, they just it's like second nature. But for a lot of us, it is really hard. And I want to acknowledge that. But I want to encourage you, push through the fear. Think about it this way. When you look at the word confront, okay, it's from two words. And the C-O-N, con, means, and originally it means together or with. And then front simply means the beginning or the face of something. So really what a confrontation is, or a confrontational conversation, is facing each other or facing with each other, all right? So I want you to think about this is a key that will help you grow closer and solve problems and deal with things and eliminate some of the annoying behaviors that your spouse does 
that makes you angry. You don't want to be angry. They don't want you to be angry at them. And oftentimes they don't know that they've hurt you. They're clueless. They don't know that they've offended you. So you need to say something because if you don't, they're probably going to do it again. Okay. So bring healing to your relationship by confronting. Okay. So here's how to do it. Let me give you seven steps. Number one, you want to pick a good time um, with the person. Don't do it when they're, when they're tired. Don't do it when they're, when they're just coming home from work and they've got all the things on their mind, especially if they've worked a long day. My wife works 12 hour shifts. And when she comes home, yeah, she's kind of drained. And um, it is not a good time to confront her. It's much better to wait until we're having coffee the next morning, okay? So we're having coffee together, and then I can bring something up, and she would then be able to respond in a, in a, a positive way. And really what you want to do is have a productive conversation. You want something to get resolved out of this conversation. So don't avoid it. It will help you to do it. So, but number one is pick a good time. Okay. You could even schedule it. Hey, I need a few um, minutes of your time tomorrow um, to, to talk about something. And um, you know, what's a good time for you? Okay. Well, why don't you give me a call at around noon or why don't, you know, let's talk about it over lunch. Uh, if your husband or wife is working from home and you're home, you know, when's a good time, you know, and you say, all right, why don't we do it first thing in the morning after breakfast or after we get the kids to school uh, or whatever it might be if you guys are off like my wife and I do sometimes. So Mondays are a good day for us because we're both off on Mondays and, you know, sometimes we're taking the grandkids to school and then we come home and then we have an opportunity to talk. Okay, so think about a good time and then, or maybe ask about that ahead of time. Number two is you want to prepare. By prepare, what I want you to do is think through what um, the outcome. Think through what the, the offense was. Okay, what was it that bothered you? Think through how did it make you feel because that's what you're going to actually speak about in a moment. And then think about what you want. What is the outcome? You would like them to stop doing something, right? Or to start doing something that they haven't been doing. But what is that thing? Be specific. Don't just say something like, I want you to treat me nicer. Well, what is that? Okay, now if you have a specific example of how you would like to be treated, then share that. Um, but don't um, just kind of go off and, um, you know, not really sure what you're going to say and just start talking, okay? Think about it and prepare. You may even want to write it out and make a script. Now, don't read the script because your husband or wife probably won't appreciate that, but you could at least think it through and kind of commit it to memory or at least have an outline in your head of here's the things I want to say and here's how I want to say them, okay? Um, then the third step is to start softly with the why. Why do you want to bring this up? Honey, I want to be closer to you. Honey, I want to have a great marriage. Honey, I want us to enjoy being with each other. Honey, I want to be intimate with you. Let me tell you, if you tell that to your husband, uh, yeah, he's going to think about sex, which is totally appropriate. But it's then you could say, but sometimes it's hard for me to be close to you and to be intimate with you when I'm angry at you. 
And then you can then go, so I want to talk about some things so that we can resolve that, so that we can be close to each other again. That's the why. Why do you want to talk about this? You're not trying to be mean. You're not trying to accuse. You're not trying to um, just vent your anger and yell and scream. No, you have calmed down, and this is a calm, confrontational conversation. Um, The next step, though, is to clearly state how you feel and what you want. Clearly state how you feel and what you want. Here's how to do that. You use an I statement. I feel or I felt, okay, and then whatever the word is, anger, frustrated, hurt, rejected, um, disrespected. I felt, you know, one of these things, whatever one it is, you fill in the blank, and then you say, when you and you want to give a specific example of a specific behavior, okay? Don't just talk about all of the times that your husband or your wife, you know, whatever, comes home late without telling you, okay? Take a specific one. Last night, I felt really angry when you showed up later than you told me you were without calling or texting or letting me know. That is very specific, and that will be helpful. Talk about one thing, not like a whole pattern or trend. Unless he just doesn't get it, then you could bring up the fact that, you know what, this happens a lot, and I'm really getting tired of it, and it's really hurtful, and and I feel very frustrated when you do this. So be specific, an I statement, I feel or I felt, okay, if you want to make it past tense, last night I felt, okay, in other words, I'm not feeling it now, but I did then, okay, when you, and then you fill in the blank. So would you please, this is the second part of clearly stating how it made you feel and what you want, would you please make, and, and then you make a request, and a request, by the way, is always a question. It all, and using the word please, I think is just, you know, um, really helpful because you want to be polite to each other. I think sometimes in marriages, we forget to be polite. So be polite, ask please, or use the word please, make a request, let your husband or your wife know what you would like. Would you please, and then you fill in the blank. Would you please pick up your clothes? Would you please get rid of all the junk in the garage? Would you please, you know, whatever it might be, what would you like him or her to do or to say or to change or to stop or to start? Be specific and let them know, okay? So that's step four. Number five then is um, allow, if you're, so here's the thing that, um, if you're on the receiving end of them, this is this step is for you. If your wife or husband comes with a, a an I statement and they're making a, a request, okay? Um, first off, I would encourage you to be patient and seek to understand. Try to respond instead of react, okay? So if they're saying that that you messed up, okay, don't get defensive. Don't put up your the wall and, oh no, here comes the attack. I need to defend myself. No, no, no. Be open to what they have to say. Focus on the why. Listen and focus on understanding. Okay. Um, I want to understand what's going on. I want to understand what they're going through. I want to understand how I made them feel. So if you're not clear, ask questions. The other thing that you could do to make sure that they feel understood is to repeat it back to them and then say, is that it? So this is kind of the next 
phase is the response from the person being confronted. So repeat their concerns back to them and ask them, is that it? Ask clarifying questions. The other thing that's really helpful to do is don't interrupt, okay? Don't give excuses. Don't go into explanation, but just simply listen and then validate their emotion. I, it seems to me like you feel angry or it seems like you feel frustrated or you feel hurt or you feel rejected because I, and then you fill in the blank. What did you do? I didn't call. I didn't text. Um, I didn't buy you a gift when I was on this business trip. I, I could see why you feel that way. Okay. And that validates what they're feeling. It makes sense to them and it makes sense to you. Then, so that's number five. Then number six is the apology, okay? So once you understand what they're saying, um, or then if you're the person doing the confrontation, once you clearly state what you want and how it made you feel, you need to then allow for the apology. So the apology goes like this, okay? There's lots of ways to apologize, but basically the best one is to say, I'm sorry. Now, there was a time when my wife said, I don't want to hear you say I'm sorry, because I kept saying it over and over again, and I didn't change. So the answer to that is I started using the word repent. And repentance in the Bible is a word that means change, okay? So I am so, I am so sorry. Would you please forgive me? I repent of doing this, or I'm sorry for doing this. Please forgive me is another great thing to say. Would you ask, would you please forgive me for this? I admit that I was selfish. I admit that I was distracted. I admit I can see why my behavior hurt you, and I am sorry. Allow the person to respond and apologize, okay? And then if you're on the receiving end of the apology, what is your role? Accept it and forgive. Thank you. I accept your apology. I forgive you. That is huge, guys. Don't overlook that. Um, the other thing as part of an apology is to reaffirm your love and your commitment and your desire to be close, to have a great relationship with your husband or your wife. So she's upset. She's confronting you. She's told you how, you, how she feels. She's asked you to do something. Just say, honey, I'm so glad you said this. Thank you for, for bringing this to my attention because I love you and I don't want to hurt you and I'm sorry that I did. Those kinds of words are really helpful to resolve the anger and to resolve the problem. Now, there's one more step. Oh, by the way, before I go to the last step, make sure as part of the apology that there's appreciation. Like I just said, thank the person for bringing it up to you, for confronting you. And if you're on the confrontational edge, if you're the one making the confrontation, okay, then what you need to do is thank them for listening. Thank them for apologizing uh, as part of offering and giving your forgiveness, okay? Now, by the way, let's talk about forgiveness. One last thought before I finish this up is that um, you need to as well um, if, if forgiveness is really hard, you need to as well admit that maybe you need some time to work through this and to get to that place of forgiveness, but you're going to let them know, yes, I'm going to work on forgiving you. All right, last thing before we wrap this up, brainstorm possible solutions or change the behavior. 
That's what you need to do to wrap this up is to change. Don't just assume that um, it's, it's, yeah, okay, I apologize. Now everything's good. No, you need to make a commitment to change and not do that again. And let your husband or wife know about that. And then, of course, um, you know, make a commitment to, um, yeah, all right, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Acknowledge that commitment to change or the repentance that they just brought. All right, so that's my tip for today, you guys. Have calm, confrontational conversations. You'll be glad you did. For more resources like that, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Take a look at my website, which is turnitup.coach. Um, I have a podcast. I have a free Facebook group that um, we post all kinds of really helpful marriage tools and tips um, for real couples. It's called Turn It Up, Marriage Tools and Tips for Real Couples. So join that, and um, I'm here to help you. Let me know if you need some coaching. Let me know if I can help you in any way. Just send me a direct message. God bless you. That's it for today. Until next time, bye-bye. Hey everybody, this is Kelly. Just wanted to say thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope you found it helpful. If there's anything else I can do for you, please reach out to me on my website, which is turnitup.coach. Please subscribe to this podcast so you can get all the other episodes I have coming your way uh, directly into your inbox. And uh, last but not least, uh, would love to have you join my private Facebook group, which is called Turn It Up, a group about about marriage and relationships. That's it for now. Bye-bye.